With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. You can shoot into that bowl, and I'm going to time you. you Kevin's know? good at the slow Man, this and is the slow and steady, whereas I like to blow my load all up front. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? This is Brandon, founder of the TRT Community, host of All Things Testosterone. I'm here Today with, I guess, my co-hosts with Ian and, and Kevin. Hello, Brandon. Hello, fellas. Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. Um, and today we're going to talk about sleep apnea and something else that I have has slipped my mind. But before we get into that, this episode is sponsored by Matrix Hormones. So if you're looking for a quality TRT provider that treats uh, via telemedicine across the country for as low as $60 a month, Check out matrixhormones.com. I've spoken with Ken, and he seems to know what he's talking about. And everybody that talks to him seems to really, really like him. What do I get if I call Matrix Hormones? How about that? Yeah, I forgot all about that. If you mention... Uh, mention the podcast or the group. Ian's penis or the group or the podcast. Please don't mention my <laughs> erection quality. You, you will get... Uh, they'll waive your initiation fees. So that's $150 value, I suppose. They won't charge you a consult slash initiation fee that really should be the code ian's, ian's penis. penis yeah yeah <laughs> we should we, we should make these people say that to ashley who is like my point of contact over there <laughs> call her up please say, please penis. don't <laughs> but anyway i'm hearing good things about matrix so give them a call oh all right okay here's the other thing so we're gonna talk about sleep apnea and then we're gonna do this little syringe experiment so uh I don't get on Reddit very often, but I I have read it. So every once in a while I'll get a notification and somebody will say something that piques my interest or it'll be trending or whatever. Right. So it'll, you know, notify me. And if it's just in the R slash testosterone group. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So if um if it's something that interests me and there haven't already been a thousand people respond to it, then I'll I'll jump in. And one guy was talking about uh syringe barrel size and the difference between or why you know he's using a 25 gauge needle or 27 gauge needle and he's not having much luck um injecting it's taking forever to inject with his syringe and you know my first thought was you know it, it just it takes some time if you're using a 27 gauge needle it takes time to develop that thumb strength and it can be kind of awkward and it is difficult to push it's not you know just super simple um, and then he just needs to give it more time. But then I went back and reread his post and he said that he was using a three ML syringe. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I just reread your post. So a shotgun. Th- yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's your problem. Yeah. Your syringe is your problem. And then somebody else came on and was like, no, nah, that didn't make any sense. It's actually easier to use a three ML syringe than it is to use a one ML syringe because the plunger's bigger. You've got a shorter uh, plunger stroke. Uh, yada 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 and it's like you know i understand why you would think that however here's um an ex- here's a research study that explains why you're incorrect uh it's a mathematical scientific formula and i'm not a physics major but it's true that it's quicker it's easier it takes less scientific work to 
inject testosterone with a one ml syringe than it does a three ml syringe. So I've filled up two one ml syringes and two three ml syringes with vegetable oil. And they all four have uh, 27 gauge half inch needles on them. So I'm going to time you guys trying to empty them as quickly as you can into this dish of vegetable oil and see just what the times are. I've, I've done mine and it's not, you know, we're not talking about six minutes versus six seconds here, you know, but it it does take longer to um, empty the three ML syringe. When, when somebody is saying forever, I mean, we're, you're releasing fluid. How long does it take? You'll see. Ah, And I'll tell you this, this is not (laughs) as viscous as the testosterone is. This is, this you can see it kind of wiggling so as around in to there. The cottonseed oil, that right? Yeah, that the cottonseed or the yeah, it's it's thicker than that. But even this will be a challenge for you. Your thumb will probably hurt when you're done. Really? Yeah, I expect it's going to take you. It. Ta- I've been doing it a long time, and I've really developed the perfect. You got some strength <laughs> in your thumb strength. <laughs> I told you that I've I've plunged so hard that I've. No, I've broken these wings off before. That's how hard. Wow, I, I didn't know it was like that. Yeah, so it can be challenging, and for somebody that's never done it before, it might take you a couple minutes. I have never used a syringe. Period. Okay, except for when my daughter was sick when she was a kid. You know, yeah, like the, the medicine, the medicine, syringe. yeah, with no needle. Yeah, yeah. So this will be substantially harder than that. Interesting. And for me, it was it was like a 40, 50, 52 seconds for the three ml and really? forty seconds for the one ml, something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it might have been in the thirties. I don't remember, but um, yeah, it'll be harder than you think. Huh. So I'm excited for this test. Yeah, I am too. We might let's. <laughs> well, let me maybe Facebook Live it. I don't know. We'll 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 see what kind of mood we're in. So. Before we get into that, I want to talk about sleep apnea. Ian, you mentioned sleep apnea a few weeks ago about how that'd be a good topic to talk about. And yeah, I agree. So I don't have a lot of notes about it, but I have a couple of key points. Um, I guess the first being that it's kind of common knowledge, I guess, that starting TRT can exacerbate sleep apnea. Right? Yes. Yeah, and... Sleep being a, an important driving factor in a lot of the the symptoms that you might see with with low testosterone, I think it's important to to get tested. And there's a lot of a lot of places out there. Um, being very generic when I say this, but there's a lot of places out there that that will offer um, at home uh, sleep apnea tests. I did one about a year and a year and a half ago uh, to qualify, try to qualify for a mouthpiece because I had I'd been experiencing all these. I just felt like when I was waking up, I you know you don't you don't feel rested, you don't feel energized, like you don't feel restored. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Uh, by sleep is what it's supposed to do naturally, and uh, you know the brain fog stuff, the just getting home and wanting to crash. At five o'clock or whatever you get, whenever you get off work, things like that, you're just pounding the 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 bang or the uh, <laughs> monster, the white monsters or whatever, whatever your poison of choice is. Um, it's not doing anything for you, but um, just encourage waking up with headaches. Right? Exactly. Oh yeah. Um, just encourage guys to go get tested for that stuff, and there's there's. Uh, place place that was here locally that let me take it home. I didn't qualify because I don't have sleep apnea apparently, but 
still felt like death some mornings. And what, so, what did that take home test actually? What did, what did it look like? What did you do? Uh, something that basically attached to your head. It was kind of like uh, there were some elastic bands that attached around your head, and then there was a there's a little little computerized thing that kind of came. I think it was there was somewhat like a maybe like a camera or something like that 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 somehow was able to trigger on when you fell asleep, and so you do that for two nights, um, and then you take that, package it up, send it back off to their lab or whatever for someone to look at, and then they called me and said, "You you don't have sleep apnea, so you don't qualify." It was for a a mouthpiece that you would wear, and so if you had it. They would diagnose you with it. The insurance would cover the mouthpiece. If you didn't have it, you know, it's $1,000 for the mouthpiece because insurance wasn't going to cover it. Sure. So I said, that's all right. I'll yeah. pass. <laughs> <laughs> I would encourage you to, to actually go and but, get a full sleep study done. So having that's been my only experience. You've obviously done it, uh, the full sleep study. What is that like? So you go in. Not at your house. Not at your house. Uh, you know, you, you have to arrive at, you know, nine o'clock or something at some, it's just a strip mall slash, it looks like a dentist office, you know, just any, any old building. And yeah. um, you show up and you walk in and it's like an, inc- it looks like a hotel. It's an incredibly nice little place. And you go in and they check you in and they take you back to your room and you've got a bed, and you've got a plant and you've got a TV, a white noise machine, a white noise machine. And, um, they start hooking you up to all this junk. And this is why I say I would encourage you to actually go do it because it is much more involved than just a thing on your head. They, there are leads all over. You've got leads on your chest. You've got oh, things on your okay, hands. Okay, then, yeah, this was nowhere near that I mean, I had, like, that wires coming from my body gotcha. everywhere. Okay. Um, and then somebody, actually, then this is kind of creepy, but somebody's, like, watching you on camera all night long. So it was much more than just, like, putting on a little headpiece. So, and like, so a typical hotel room? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Very normal. Uh, and it was a very tiny room. I mean, it was, there was just enough room. Did they let for, you put it at 65 degrees? <laughs> no, but they did have a fan. Nice. Otherwise, I would have died. Right. But they had a fan. Um, and it, I think I went on a Monday night. I guess it could have been Thursday or s- Sunday because I watched a football game um, while I was falling asleep. But then they... They try to let you have the comforts. Sorry, the comforts. Yeah, of home. yeah. You can have all the same stuff, but unlike home, they're like, "What you have to wake up at four thirty. So oh. we want you to have a oh. solid night's sleep. So come in at nine and expect to start trying to go to sleep by nine thirty. So it was kind of uncomfortable, awkward. You know, trying to go to sleep. Yeah. How was? How fast did you fall asleep? I actually, I don't really have a problem. I can go to remember. sleep right now. I okay. don't have a problem going to sleep. Okay. I thought I was going to. But I did not, so it was pretty quick. And then they did; uh, they woke me up at like four thirty or five. I, so, like this was it was definitely a work night. I mean, I just like, oh, okay woke up, got dressed, went to work. You know, it was nice. just like I woke up in my own bed. But so, were there things when they uh, this is just continuing on down the road? I guess just are they things that when you when they wake you up so early, they're they're needing to run you through like or is it no, just they're kicking you out at five o'clock? yeah they're kicking you out probably oh, okay. because their shift in you know like they uh, they work the night shift i don't know why but like you don't have 
once you wake up, you're done. They take the stuff off you and you go about your, your business. Okay. Um, then they call you back with the results. You go in for a consult with a doctor. Uh, this was at the same location. And then they'll say, you know, yeah, you've got mild sleep apnea, you've got severe sleep apnea, whatever. Um, we want you to come back a second time where uh-huh. you'll have all the same leads hooked up, except this time you'll, you're going to actually sleep with a, a CPAP machine. And throughout the night, they will adjust the CPAP settings remotely from like behind the one-way glass mirror <laughs> and get it to where, you know, your lead science is matching up. You know, they're matching up what you need from your CPAP machine. Optimize. Yeah, they're yeah. optimizing. Yeah. So, and then after that, you know, you go back for another consult and they say, okay, this is what you need to do. This is where you need to go pick up your machine, blah, blah, blah. And then you go. So if there was no indication on the first night of you'd sleep testing, you, that's it. Yeah, okay. you'd be right. done. Yep, and, and it seems it, it, he definitely mentioned the doctor mentioned the at home and at home sleep studies are a thing. They're just not as accurate as the full blown. It doesn't sound as comprehensive as that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was very involved. And and as a common uh, question that uh, comes with the group and and TRT and things like that, where does where does insurance play a role? The coverage as far as mine covered it. It wasn't like okay. testosterone. I mean, it was just it was a no brainer. They covered it, no issue. All the testing um, and then testing the machine. Fab. So the machine, it was actually pretty expensive and I had to pay for it for a certain amount of time. But then, I mean, I've had it now at this point for five or six years, that same machine. And while it may have cost $1,500, $2,000, I don't know, like I last for a long time. They billed me for a few months and then it was just hmm. done. I think if, I think what they do, I think they, you have to pay for it if you don't, cause it's got a chip in it and they monitor it. Um, for a certain period of time. And if you use it, for usage, I yeah. think insurance wow. pays for it. And if you don't use it, I think you have to pay for it. But I I use it every single night. And you know, if, I, if I'm traveling, if I'm only going to be gone for one night, then I won't take it. But right. if I'm going to be gone for three nights, I take it and I use it all the time. And I can tell a difference. If I'm taking, if, I don't take naps, but if I did happen to, if I'm sick and I happen to take a nap, I'm using it because I feel yeah. so much better with it. And part of, Part of the issue, though, that I wanted to touch on is that pe- people don't really know what comes first. Does do you have sleep apnea and that causes you to have low T, or do you have low T and that causes you to have sleep apnea? And, and the science isn't really clear. That on is that. spot on with how I it was going in my head. It's yeah, like which came first? You know? Yeah, they, yeah. There's there's no way to know, but I I suspect that I probably had sleep apnea. Um, I don't know, and that it was made worse by the TRT. But I think I went and did the sleep study before I started the two. I don't. I don't remember. But it's a tricky, tricky thing to figure out what came first. Don't worry, we're still recording. I'll just chop that. Part we're out. back. We never went anywhere. No. We were here the whole time. So let's do this syringe thing. So I'm going to get my trusty cell phone out. I'm going to. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Kevin, the noob, go first. So let's do this. Um, syringe experiment. Kevin's going to go first. So you can shoot into that bowl and you can either start with this one or All right. that one, whichever you'd like. All right. And I'm going to time you. You say when and then let me know when it's in. Okay. Empty. So Kevin has a Pyrex bowl in front of him. He has a three mil syringe full of vegetable oil. He's removing the cap to the needle. Removed. All right. And he's got his thumb on the plunger. His fingers. Ready? I'm ready. Go. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Wow. And that's not as thick as testosterone. We, we're using vegetable oil. So I filled up the this is a three milliliter syringe. Hard. And it's There's some uh, veins popping out of his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is tougher than I thought. Yeah. And yeah, Kevin's wow. never never injected anything before. Um, this is crazy. Yeah, his thumb is turning white. <laughs> <laughs> My arm's about to start shaking. He's about halfway through. He's having to massage his forearm <laughs> for you with his other free hand. <laughs> I'm a little guy, guys. <laughs> Kevin's uh what, six foot? How much do you weigh? I'm five eleven. Five eleven. One forty five. One forty five. He's a slim, a slim fellow. I wouldn't say little. Slim, man. slim. And it's just dripping out. This is insane. Yeah. So this is this is kind of why. That that's a large that's the largest dose dose that you should be doing at any one time, and honestly, you shouldn't be doing more than half that. So the was that one a, mil? Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a big dose, and ideally, you'd be doing a quarter of that, at least in one injection. You done? What was the gauge needle? Uh, Twenty seven. Okay. So that was one minute sixteen seconds. Wow. I'm gonna write down one minute sixteen seconds. And we're going to move on. That was the three milliliter syringe. We're going to move on to the one milliliter. You, right. Why don't you, Ian, why don't Here, you do my turn. Yeah. the three mil so that he can rest his <laughs> okay. strength? That's so, a, yeah. It's, man, my mind is blown right now. It's I not as not thick. Know. I'm telling you, it's not as thick as testosterone either. So Ian's going to go with the three milliliter okay. syringe. I have removed three the needle ML. cap here. Get Ready? Thumb on the plunger, and here we go. Go. It is. He's got a more consistent drip going than Kevin did, but Ian's an old pro. He's an old pro. Yeah. Ian does have beads of sweat on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ian, it doesn't appear to be moving. What are you, halfway through yet? It's hard to see from across the table. Oh, I feel like- I feel like I need a break, but I'm going to press on here. Yeah, this this is not as easy as you might have thought. Yeah. And it's, you know, people people talk about the jet stream effect and how you need to inject I'm, slowly. I'm getting ready to use my other hand to push my thumb in. Cause of, <laughs> because I'm you can losing. damage your tissue, but that's yeah. just dripping out of there. That's not a pressure washer. It's just dripping. There's my first re- I guess. There's my first regrip. And it's still going. And I think I'm going to. Uh, Kevin might smoke me on this. So Ian's having some stamina issues. He came out of the gate strong, but he's really struggling with that last quarter ML. Oh, jeez. Keep going. <laughs> he's using both hands now. Oh, Both so hands. Go ahead and put an asterisk next to my time. That's that it? it? I think that's it. 123. Wow. Okay, so, yeah, like I said, I did that in like 50-something seconds. But I've been doing this a really long yeah. time. So, Kevin? You get that big thumb energy. You go, one, can you recap that for me, Ian, so we don't stab ourselves with it? And then I'll take it over here. I ordered these three ML syringes, this box of 100, <laughs> just for this uh, experiment. You ready? Ready. Go. So, Kevin's using the one ML now. And it seems to be, well, I guess it would seem to be going faster because it's got a longer stroke, a longer plunge to uh, 
to get to where it's going. Kevin's good at the slow, Man, this and, is the w- slow and steady, whereas I like to to blow it, blow my load all up front. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so that's twenty eight <laughs> seconds. Wow. So fantastic. You tell okay. me, Reddit guy. This. What do you think? This was way easier, but for me, with this, the plunger being, I guess, thinner and longer mm-hmm. stroke, it felt like my thumb was. Go- yeah, like it was gonna sometimes it wiggle off, kind of going crooked, and yeah, yeah. And sometimes it can be kind of weird. But other than that, that was way easier. All right, maybe because my thumb had just built up strength on that first one. Let's Ready? Let's do this. Go, Ready, go. Ian's uh, out of the gate. Same way. He's <laughs> six seconds in, and looks like he's almost halfway through it. Seems to be dripping at a much steadier pace. I don't think he's experiencing the same stamina. This is always issues. how it went, like running laps in, in high school. It was like, I, first lap, great pace. Second, third, fourth lap. Oh, man. That's it. So 35 seconds. So, yeah, I mean... This wasn't, you know, meant to like be a jerk to the Reddit guy. And and honestly, he was nice about it. He said, you know, I wholeheartedly disagree with what you're saying. Um, if you could provide me with the science, I'd I'd love to read up on it and see who's right. And then whenever I gave him this this research study, it was super complicated and involved. And he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to read this later, <laughs> you know, some other time. But I'm interested. So yeah, he he said that he's used both. He's never really noticed a difference, but there there is a huge difference. And I don't think the general public. This was just kind of a fun little thing to do because the general public. It, it makes sense. You look at those, and it's like, oh yeah, the bigger syringe is going to be easier because it's bigger, right? The plunger's mm-hmm. bigger. It makes more sense. But there's something to do with like the reverse pressure. This syringe, the smaller syringe, helps pull the T out because of some reverse vacuum or something yeah. and it's it's math and science and physics and so it, we did science today we did science yeah yeah so yeah that's all now we can go away did you thank you for listening to the trt community podcast you can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trt community At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses, because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase. Shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com. LensCrafters, because sight. Eye exams are available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to LensCrafters. Doctors in some states are employed by LensCrafters. Offer valid to April 2nd, 2023. See associate for details.